Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome in episode 34 of the Frosty Takes podcast. And we're going to start this episode by thanking everyone who joined the live stream last week for the NFL draft. I think we went and checked, check me if I'm wrong, Dylan, but like four and a half hours. Too long to upload onto our podcasting uh, hosting site and post there, but it is on YouTube. It was on Twitch. And let's start off by saying fuck YouTube for not being able to let us live stream on there. So when we do live streams in the future, it'll be on. Hey, yo, 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 yo. We don't talk bad on YouTube. We love YouTube. No, um, YouTube can suck a fat dick. But anyway, welcome to episode thirty-four. NFL draft over. Socks continue to tank. Cubs are playing okay. The Blackhawks are waiting the lottery. The Bulls are in limbo, doing God knows what. And we are here, gentlemen, to talk your. 2023 Chicago Bears draft, and it was a solid one, despite some idiotic antics pulled on this podcast by one member who I will defer to now, Jay Nyloff. Not a fan of passing over Jalen Carter. We talked about this on the stream. I would, if I was GM, I would pick Jalen Carter as well. Now, with that being said, I do like the pick. This is all relative. Speaking, of course, I think people spend too much time over. I like the pick more seeing the the defensive lineman that they drafted Tatum. I, I it, it makes more sense. They went and got a sure guy who, you know, from what I've heard, I don't know much about him. I can't sit here and say I watched a fucking ton of Tennessee football last year. But from from what I heard, he seems like one of the more pro ready guys in the draft. He seems like I did. Uh, like that I heard that Will Anderson spoke about him and said he was the toughest guy he had to face um, in college, which, I mean, that's that's huge. Will Anderson is a fucking pro-ready defensive end. So, Dialogue, uh, what's his name? Darnell Wright. Okay. Wearing, wearing number 58. Fact check. Playing Bruce's right boy, Bruce, how do you feel about Whoa, I'm not fucking done yet. I'm, not, I'm done with you for a second. How do you feel about him wearing Roquan's number? Oh, okay, this is good. I, Never mind. I'm glad you. I, I'm glad you. Who gives this. a shit? 
Oh, who gives a shit? Okay. Yeah, Brokon played here for four years. Who gives Dylan, a shit? Go ahead, Nyla. Uh, but I like that the the two two guys on the D line that they took the next day, like they're there's guys that that they can be shaped, but they seem to have all the stuff you can't teach, which which I like that. I, I like that they have the things that you can't teach, like size, some speed, um, teaching the moves. What are you fucking watching? Billy's safe. Billy just stole second. They called him out. He's safe by a fucking country mile. And that's why I love Billy fucking Hamilton. Guy's a gamer. Baby baseball, baby. Is there a Sox game on? Yeah, of course yeah, there is. Why do you even watch? Because I'm a true fan. I'm not a fake-ass Cubs fan like you, and when they're not good, I don't watch. Guess what? We're going to pervert. I can't watch because they're on Marquee fucking Network. That's not yeah, my fault. Because they're a bunch of yuppie losers. Go continue. Um, what was I saying? Fuck it. Yeah, I, I, I like it. Overall, after having a, a week to reflect and to see what they did the rest of the draft, um, I, I can't say that I'm upset. What I can do is apologize to Darnell Wright um, for the antics that were displayed. Um but he was on my top five prospects that I wanted to see us take in the first round. And, and Bruce was right by saying they did technically trade back um, to get him. So I'll live with it. I'll live Bruce, with it. thoughts on the pick? I'm Darnell Wright, personally. Yeah, yeah. yeah I, I, I don't dislike the pick. I personally think I would have taken Skaronsky, but... Um, okay, let's go. I'm, I'm sure. No, no, let, let me keep talking. Yep. God damn it. Before you jump down my fucking throat. I'm, I'm sure Darnell Wright is a better athlete. He's a bigger guy. Um, I, I just think Skaronsky is a bit more polished coming out of college. And that's kind of what the Bears need if they're going to push him directly into a starting role, which they will. But I think they'll both have very good NFL careers. Uh, it's it's not a bad pick by any means. They got, in my opinion, the third best tackle in this draft, which that's nothing to shake a stick at. Um, my problem with the first round pick in general is the compensation on the trade with the Eagles. And I know oh, yeah. Nick, just listen oh, to What do you me. think you're going to get for going one spot back? More than what we fucking got because people were trading back later in rounds and later rounds later in this round, and they were getting more compensation than a future fourth-round pick. Well, okay, and in those trades, if you did this research and you want to talk about it, were they, want, were they selecting – from 123 to 124, or were they going further back? Were people the jumping Jaguars up ahead? Got a, the Jaguars got a third-round pick this year to trade back one spot at 24. They got a, a third-round pick in this current draft that we just went through for a, a not-top-ten pick, same amount of spots. Let this fucking moron speak. He looks like a fucking caged dog. Nick, we come to you. You look like you got to say something so bad that you're going to shoot your pants over. Unmute yourself before you talk, Nick, please. 
Do you do you have something intelligent to say other than just calling me an idiot for no intelligible reason? Hold on, before Nick speaks, actually, while he's thinking, what did you want out of that? What what what, what did you want instead? I would have taken a current fourth round pick in this year and not been mad. Why does it have to be next year? Like what? I don't I don't understand matter? how that's because what good does a future fourth do? The same that you, a fourth this you year goes. Get, you're gonna go after. You can it. get more. You know you're, you can you're get so more. Fucking a, fourth, you're, a fourth this year isn't worth more than a fourth next year. Yes, it is. Yeah, it, it is. immediately is. How? Because you get that player in the league a year earlier. Can I explain speak? to me? Explain to me how that makes it better. Can I speak? Blake, no. More, more rookie, some more rookie contracts <laughs> are going to be on your roster while you have your quarterback on a rookie contract. Therefore, you'll be able to make a bigger splash play oh, you don't in the have, next couple of years. If you spot. wait another year, you, you need you, people to fill the roster spot, right? It's a, it's a fourth round fucking pick. This yeah, is a Super Bowl year. Eilof is right. And you guys this, are over. This, Let's just start from the beginning. So I don't understand how podcast, three people are on one side, Nick okay. is on the other, and now he's agreeing with Nyloff, who he's called it idiot like four times since the start oh of this shut the fuck which up is only nick best calls, nick being calls everybody for a fucking idiot 20 times a fucking session is you and here's why and keep your fucking pie hole shut because i kept it shut i muted myself he th- that is the best Dylan real quick muted. that is the best that is the best I he's done to not talk during your fucking right. speech though all right okay. let him go let him go rip it yeah, so, no, let him cook. So at the beginning of last season in September, we started this podcast. You told me that Roquan deserved this for compensation and uh, Robert Quinn deserved this. And you, were both, you weren't happy with either of their conversations because they deserved more. And that's what you thought. You're fucking clearly wrong, as I told you straight to your face. Same thing with Do- David Montgomery if he was to get traded. Same thing with his contract. You thought he deserved more, thought he deserved this. Didn't happen. So that's 0 for 3 right there with compensation. Now, Blake, I do... Okay, no, 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 I gotta cut you. No, 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 no. Could you just say shit that's factually incorrect now? I have to cut you off. How is that factually incorrect? You did Because he said... He said... I I did? Because the Ravens paid Roquan exactly what the fuck I said we should pay Roquan. So that's one for one right there. The Bears didn't do it, but he got what I said he was going to get. No, I was referring to the trade. Not I was referring to the trade for Roquan, what we got for Roquan, not the the compensation he received on his new contract. That's not what I'm referring to. Correct. So keep it down. Because I even said I'd pay the 20, but I wouldn't go over it. Yeah. So that would make me wrong, too, in, in that scenario. Keep it yeah, down. That would make me right because that's what he got was my point. And okay. that is compensation. No, it's not. So let's let's talk. We're talking that's about that's how trading. they compensate him. We're talking about trading. Fucking here. moron. We're about trade. Bruce, okay. what did you want for Roquan in the trade? What 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 picks, what compensation you, you wanted a lot? First. Yeah, I said six first. Let let Nick run with that narrative. Okay. He's yes, okay. okay, let's let's just keep this. Let's keep this civil and let's keep this a little bit. That's back. what Nick just said. Yeah, six, I'm just rolling with, with you. I'm agreeing with you. Six, six picks is fucking. Come on, Nick. Let's I fucking reel it in. I got shaking him up. He's in the cage. He's in the fucking Thunderdome right now. I just know what to do. His brain's because in a you're a fucking idiot. 
Now, I, I, I like this because Bruce gets so passionate and he gets truly upset about it. <laughs> <laughs> now, let's continue. Okay, so you're wrong about all that compensation, whatever you want to call it. Bingo, bango, tomato, tomato. Okay, now let's come to the draft. So <clears throat> what we were told after the draft is Ryan Poles and Eberflus had a meeting with Jalen Carter at Hallis Hall 2. After that, off the board. They let other teams know, hey, if you want to come up to nine and get this dude, he's off the board. That's why there are rumors on draft day of the Steelers coming up to get Jalen Carter because he was off the Bears board. Now, in doing this, Poles gave himself not a lot of leverage because teams knew they weren't taking Jalen Carter. So what Howie Roseman calls Bruce, there is no leverage. There is no better pick. It's like, hey, buddy, I'm going to trade up with the team behind you, or I can make this trade and give you give you a free fourth-round pick for next year in a more loaded draft, by the way. But you wouldn't know that. And then play. My, my, my thing with the fourth-round pick. Loaded. I'm not saying the fourth round is loaded, but what if they I'm, – I'm saying from my perspective, maybe they didn't have a guy that they wanted to fucking take in this year's fourth round, additional to the picks that we already had. So if that's the reason they went next year, I'm sure if they wanted a fucking fourth this year, they would have fucking pushed and pushed and pushed for it. But clearly yeah. they didn't for a reason. Because they got my, something My point is nothing. a fourth round pick is going to be essentially the same quality matter. player in any draft. Matter. So why not get that guy on the roster – because now, so you can either develop him. I'm going to let Dylan say something pick. here because he usually says something smart after you guys say something so fucking dumb. You want to know what I find most concerning about what you just said, Nick? You said the GM said, this guy is not on our board. Come trade up for him. Yeah. Why would someone openly say that? No, he definitely didn't openly say it. Otherwise, what's the point of the Eagles even say, trading? Why would he say they that? They could just GMs. sit there and know he's coming. Nick's definitely whole argument is contingent on that statement being. He definitely said it to GMs and said he's not on our board. So teams would come up. Which is dumb. Him. No. You, you don't tell the league There's that no the best way. player in the draft isn't fucking on your board. Have you ever seen draft day? Have you ever seen draft day? No matter what. Well, and and the the big line I'm referring to here is if you want your guy, fucking make me an offer. Otherwise, I'm going to take him. That's exactly what he said. People aren't making deals like, well, why the fuck would the Eagles give up a fourth for no reason? If they thought he was off the board, he's he's gonna be there when when you're when they're at ten. They traded up one pick. They had to. They had. There has to be a reason. It's a free fourth round pick. Why would they give that up for no fucking reason? To, so, to move up a spot, there had to be some concern that Carter would come off the board at nine for them to make that move. Otherwise, you sit there and you keep your pick. Correct. You don't think you would have got something were higher? No, not if higher you than didn't a say to GMs that hey, we're that not going to take him. That should be the argument. That's oh, here's say. a good analysis. Oh, hold on, here's a good analysis. The entire point. What if someone good. else was it's also not. involved in the call? It is. You keep it quiet. What if that someone is, else was also involved in the call? Point. And there's two teams battling for nine. And the Eagles go, hey, we'll give you a fourth. We don't want these guys to jump. What are they offering you? They're offering me a fifth and a sixth. We'll give you a fourth next year. To avoid someone taking the nine really, spot, that would make more sense. If somebody really wanted to win a bidding war, you don't think they'd go higher than a future 
fourth round pick. Bruce, I don't, I don't really, I, I still don't really understand what you're, you're upset about nonsense. Just like you were upset for nonsense about the Robert Quinn trigger. Like, you keep bringing that up. I, all I said two was fact, and we should have got more Played than like games. a fifth round pick that we Eagles. got for him. Played two games for the Eagles. What Fuck happens after the trade is not my business. It looks fantastic that the Bears got a fourth round in hindsight. I said at the time of so you the know trade, what, Bruce? when Robert Maybe Quinn had just had a career high. You need to shut the fuck up and let me talk. For two goddamn minutes. Pretzel. All I'm saying is that after a career high season, a guy should be worth more than a fifth yeah. round pick or whatever. A three year old who has no feeling in his foot. Yeah, should be. Who broke yeah, you're just going to keep throwing shit that came out afterwards. He had the foot keep using. The he was 33 before as well, though. And had the nerve issue in his foot before that. All relevant information. Played, he had a career a, year with that nerve injury. A career in year for a non-playoff team that won six games. Stuck Doesn't eight matter. That, that should look even better because he was that playing on the dog shit on the team. team. For 10 games. Played for 10 games on the other side. How many sacks did he have before he got traded? Not enough. Maybe three. He's an inside backer. Should not be getting sacks. Robert Quinn is not Robert an inside Quinn backer. Oh, my bad. Wrong person. Yeah. Robert Quinn's goal is to get sacks. So, <laughs> no, no, I was thinking. Right. We're talking about Blake, Blake that's fine. And what I said <laughs> is we should have traded him in the offseason when he was worth more than what we got for him. But Nick keeps changing. Every time he brings that up, he changes what I said about Roquan. Uh, Somebody's got to go Robert back Quinn. and about find Robert out Quinn. what yeah, exactly. It doesn't said. matter. You you do it with both guys. You change everything I said about Don't both guys. Every time you bring it up, love him so much. If you're so unhappy with what Ryan Poles is doing, say he did a good job at the draft because he did. No, because I don't think he really did that good of a job. You're a fucking clown. Really? Because I think we reached on Jervon Dexter. That that could be a reach, but he's still an athlete. There, there were much know. better players. It doesn't matter. There were much better players at Bro. other positions that Bro. we also needed to address. Uh, just off the top of my head, JMS was the first one. What position? We need play? interior lineman. He he was sitting there just waiting, and we reached okay. for a guy who had a third round grade. Listen, I don't, I'm not hating. You can disagree with his draft. I'm not Didn't hating. JMS have a pretty tough medical? Very tough. It wasn't that bad. Nick's over-exaggerating that. Okay, so. when he plays two games, um, I'm sure. I, I do like the other second-round pick we got. The, the Zach Pickens. I, oh, no. Uh, sorry. Tyreek Stevenson. Yeah. Corner's I, legit. I do like him, and I, I'm very high on Pickens. And I don't think we made another good pick in the rest of the draft, to be honest. We drafted Bijan's backup. Okay, let's talk about that. Your boy David Montgomery gone, as he should be. He's a bum. Yeah, I was gonna say we had to draft a running back late. Not a bum. No, first of all, that he's not a bum. We got from Texas would literally be taken in the second or third round if he wasn't behind Bijan, one of the best college. That that may be true, but he played behind Bijan. 
great. He has so, so we got him at a steal. Based on that, we have him at a steal because and he had to play know. behind Bijan. We don't, we we don't know if he's that fucking top running back in the country because he played behind Bijan, so he we didn't We don't need a top running back in the country. We need a little bit thunder. All I'm, sa- all I'm saying is there, there are two other linebacker, uh, running backs who are on the board when we drafted that guy that I would have rather had. He is not the guy that is going to be this, this great all-time rusher. They got him to fit in the system. He's a guy they can use in the red zone. He's a guy they can use in short. not anymore, buddy. Khalil Herbert is the the first down, second down guy. This guy that we drafted is going to be a third down and short and goal line guy. That's what they drafted. We already paid a guy to come in and do that, though. For nothing. $4 million. You know why, Bruce? Because the dude from Texas isn't going to be up and ready on the playbook probably till in midseason. So then you run Foreman's ass into the ground, you run Herbert, and then when Foreman starts to disintegrate a little bit or come back to life a little bit. That's why bit, Foreman's on a one-year contract, too. Correct. I just, I just think there are better running you, backs available you, as than... As a team builder, you tie yourself up like Ryan Pace. You are Ryan Pace. You would rather tie yourself to a mediocre running back who may be better a little bit in the I was, short term and just hand I don't know how we've projected out to this. I just said there were other running backs available in the draft when we drafted this guy who that I thought were better. Yeah, Chase Brown you... from Illinois. Definitely. No. Yeah. Fuck oh yeah. No. Oh yeah. Oh hell no. Definitely. Just, listen, hindsight, we all we can't get too high about this. Or low. <laughs> Like the Packers' terrible draft. I'll give I would have much rather um, had Mo Ibrahim from quit. Minnesota. And what's up injury with Ben Ness's dad touching Cole Komet's sister's ass? Yeah, that was Colin. weird. Care to comment about that? I don't know. I don't know him. Just fucking Is there an affair him. in the Packers' locker room going on? <laughs> Cole Komet knows him. They should have any problems. Don't be talking about Cole Komet's going to line up against Van Ness this year and just fucking pancake his ass. Highly, oh, yeah. Yeah. Without that. That's not full commitment at all. He's fucking. He's great in the block. He's not a pancake guy, though. I'm not saying he's a pancake guy, but you might catch him. He's a great help defender. He's a pretty good hold you up and make sure you don't get past him. He's not going to pancake anybody. Yeah, no shot. When uh, and don't be talking about the Packers draft when you have no idea who they drafted. When Robert scores at Lambeau Field, I'm gonna love that this year. When who? Robert Tunyon. Good for our, him, man. Tight end two. Good for him. I think our tight end two is way better. You guys had a nice draft with the tight ends. I agree with that. Two tight ends. Please get foul. Yeah. Just walk Buxton. Um, yeah, I, I like the draft. I really like the corner Nylop. I'll let you speak more to him. He can tackle. He can play press man. Off the ball press, whatever kind of press you want him to play, he can play. Fits the scheme, fits what Iberflus does. I like it. If another uh, another guy who's just going to be a fucking athlete, right? He's got the stuff that you can't teach. I think a lot of people that we drafted, that's what they were looking for, and I can get behind that. Especially with our head coach being a defensive guy who has had proven success coaching defenses. I like that they're just going for athletes. Uh, on the defensive side of the ball, and hopefully Flus can fucking catch him up to speed and, and teach him the right things. I, I'm okay with our draft. What I would like to do next to close this segment out is get everybody's draft grade for the Bears in their opinion this year. 
barring Dylan. I'll let Dylan speak on his Packers draft grade. Uh, but we will not speak on the Packers draft. We have we. I don't know anybody they picked after Lucas Van Ness. I can't talk about it. Uh, Nick, your draft grade for the Bears and brief statement why? Uh, solid B because like Bruce, the only good point Bruce has brought up in the last twenty minutes is that you don't know with the draft, and I think it's funny. Like I like the first night of the draft, but anytime after that. I'm just sending you the best possible things I can find on Twitter of each Bears pick because you don't know. These guys could be busts. They could be bad. It's just funny. I could give a shit if it's like, oh, my God, we took them over JMS. You just don't know. There are no sure things. So let's stop acting like they are, and let's stop pretending we know what Ryan, Ryan Poles did is good or bad or not. I don't know. So I'm giving it a solid B because I don't know otherwise, and well, I trust Poles. After everything this offseason, I'm trying to find it. He turned the one pick into DJ Moore, Darnell Wright, the free fourth that Bruce doesn't care about, two first next year, a second rounder next year. What more do you fucking want? What more do you fucking want, Bruce? B. And we'll go to Bruce for Bruce's draft grade. I would say, like, um, to be optimistic, uh, C plus. Oh Jesus fucking Christ! Why? Get him out. Because I, I really, I don't, I don't care for. Like, like I said, I, I think we've reached with our second pick. Okay, uh, what do you think this does for the franchise? If it was such a bad draft, are you out on polls now as a GM? Are you out on the team this year? I, I said it was a C plus. That's almost a B. That is almost a B, Nick. I, I think it was very average. I love that he didn't tell us that. <laughs> I, I think it was very average. Like, I, I think there were a couple spots where we could have done better, where polls should have done better. And, I mean, like you said, nothing's a sure thing, so we'll see. Okay. But, I, I like, I'm not – I don't hate it. I'm very high on Stevens. Uh, Stevenson? Yes, yes, Stevenson. that corner. Correct. Yeah. Very high on him, and I'm very high on... Pickens. Zach Pickens. Pickens. And I I do like our... our... Get this guy out of here. <laughs> like, I'm trying to talk, and he's just being a fucking moron. Like, I, I like three of our whatever eight picks the the sixth and seventh round guys i don't really know much about like i said i think we could have gotten a better running back if you wanted to address running back in the draft i think we could have done better on the d-line at 53 d-line or o-line i think we could have done better but i mean there were a couple good picks there are a couple picks that i don't necessarily agree with we'll just see how shit goes yeah, to counter that, uh, and then we'll come to you, Blake. Um, I, I'm going B+. Plus. I, I don't give a fuck about the late-round picks. Those are always a fucking wild guessing game, right? You, you know, sometimes you fucking you hit late in the draft, and you know we'll see about that in a couple of years, but I'm not too worried about that. I liked the positions that they drafted with their first four picks, and I liked that they went after premier athleticism and guys who just maybe need to, to learn some things. But 
they're in areas that they can learn. So for me personally, uh, I would give it a B plus, and that's my reasoning. Blake, also we'll another s- wait, real real quick, one more problem. I like it's it's not really a problem, but I think mm-hmm. we could have distributed. We we triple dipped on D tackles. I think we could have we could have went outside instead, but that's that's just semantics. We'll. Like I said, we'll see. Well, one of those D tackles was a late round guy. You probably won't even make the team. But I just think maybe an edge rusher for a team that has none. Like you, you went out. Well, they, and got, you got the guy from Tennessee. And then there's still the ability to. There, there's still like my my uh, counter to that would just be like I think we should sign Jadavian Clowney or someone like that to like a one year deal. And then yeah, we have the draft capital next. That, Why would you not? No, I'm saying we're we we oh. are. Okay. They they won't do that. That wouldn't be a bad move. Nick's gonna come in here and tell you exactly why that would be a bad move, because he hates anybody over the age of like twenty four. I don't hate that move for this team right now. That has to be on like a one two year max though. Like well, yeah, I don't yeah, want any no, sort no. of long term antics. But like I would I would love to see that happen here after the draft now because you did go and and draft three three inside guys on the D line, yeah. but they, they already picked up the guy from Tennessee. Um, we still got Gibson, right. Tevin, or how do you say his first name? Tre- Travis, Travis, Tre- Travis Gibson. Um, go get yourself a vet guy who, who can make some noise on a one year deal, like a clowny, um, or maybe make a big splash for, uh, one of the guys out in Washington. But, uh, Blake, we'll come to you out in Nashville, Tennessee for your take and your draft grade on the Chicago Bears. Yeah, so actually, I was thinking in my head before for a second. <laughs> before Bruce even said I was going to see plus for the Bears. Um, I thought we were the laughing stock in NASCAR when when we got a future fourth. Uh, I did a little research there, and uh, the Eagles got Keely Ringo. I mean, obviously not the best corner, but a corner that could go in at any moment and an athletic free yeah so kind of embarrassed there but i'm gonna go c plus um okay with darnell right but obviously i would have liked johnson or skronsky honestly and that's initial thoughts right there I fucking hate Skaronsky. I would have left the live stream instantly if Skaronsky. Yeah, I I think this is funny because Nick respects Blake and Blake's opinions, and Blake just said like a bunch of shit that I said, and Nick is fucking silent after hopping in my ass on all of it. I gotta be honest with you, and and I don't argue with Blake very much either, but I, I, I don't agree with the compensation argument that you guys are making. Quite honestly, if if it's me. There's so many fucking things that could have been going on in that fucking war room that could have resulted in why we only got a fourth. And I don't give a fuck what we got. We we moved back a pick, got the guy we wanted, and got an extra fourth out of it. I'll fucking take it. Hey, Bruce and Blake, real quick, little huddle here. Team huddle. You're not on my team, very clearly. This this ain't fucking Madden. And you guys can be mad about a fourth round pick and shove it right up your ass. If if this was... If this was Madden, I would have got everything I wanted for all the trade mentioned and more. So I don't know where you're coming for that. Back, Bruce. Back. Are you holding a cross? Yeah, I don't get that. That was 
back. I don't get the cross point. What are you trying to say? When was the, Have you even ever been in a church? Sox win. Let's go. Seven and twenty-one. Woo. Eight. Eight nine. and twenty-one. <laughs> yeah, it's nine. A lot of baseball left, boys. A lot of baseball. Yeah, it is nine. Um, let's move on. Bears draft. We'll move into the NFL draft in general. That was fucking heated. I think the consensus by everyone is that Howie Roseman stole the draft with Carter and those boys, and the Eagles seem primed to be reloaded to go back to Super Bowl. I don't believe any of that shit. I'm taking the Cowboys to win that division. I think Howie had a pretty good draft. But that's if Carter stays You just double it down on the Cowboys. So you did this on Thursday, to too. 600 pounds overweight. So you're like acting like everyone's acting like Carter's this Hall of Fame dude. He's not. Neither was Will Anderson. These weren't. These aren't fucking. Jalen Carter could be a Hall of Fame guy. I'm not saying he's going to be. He hasn't proven that he can fucking mentally even get there. But he has the ability. Nobody, nobody to who be. is drafted in 2023 has proven that they can do anything. But if we're just going based off of appearances and what they did, that's college, false. Jalen Carter proved that he can get fat and not be able to do a workout at his pro day. That okay, fair. But based on based on appearances and bodies of work through college, Jalen Carter and Will Anderson look like Hall of Fame caliber players. It's kind of hard to argue that. No, that's clown. Absolute game wreckers. What? So, okay, you know what? No, I'm, we're not doing this. I'm done. I'm done arguing with you for the Bruce, day. I've already gotten pissed wrong. off. You already fucked me up. So I'm just say that again. I'm, I'm done. Can you say that one more time for my good ear? You don't have a good ear. They're all full of shit. I Q-tip my ears every morning, Bruce, and there's nothing coming up. <laughs> yeah, this shit's so far backed up that it's touching your brain and it's making all your thoughts shitty. So <laughs> you need, like, a surgery to fix this problem. What are the thoughts on the rest of the draft, boys? I thought it was pretty good. The first round was good. We had the Vanessa girlfriend ass-touched by the dad. We had Jerry and Mike doing whatever, and we had the Jer- the Jerry Jones voices that we were doing honestly the next day i was laughing about in the morning was hilarious um whatever there was a plenty of good moments from the draft i don't know it's it's tough like i said not i mean bruce you thought levis would drop and he did blake where are you at with your titans with that like do you think levis plays at all next year is it pretty much iowa hoodie but they're his titans (laughs) it's gonna it's gonna be it's going to be Tannehill to start the year, obviously. Uh, I'd say six games, and they say, fuck Tannehill, retiring. And then they bring in Levis, and they uh, they see what he can do. I think he does okay the first year, but I actually do like the, the fit in Tennessee here. Um, I did project the For Titans at, at 4-13 and 13 this year, so... They're going to be ass. The biggest bust of the draft was the fact that I bet Bruce that he would go, like, top three. <laughs> That's tough. Dial up, I guess, how do you feel? Nick, about you said he would have been taken top ten, too. I still I still believe that. I think the Titans got a slam dunk. Nylock, you said he's going to be like, he could sneakily, sneakily be the best player out of this draft. 
where are your thoughts on that now? He goes all the way to Tennessee. He could be a fucking huge steal for Tennessee. I mean, the guy, the guy has just premier fucking arm talent. You can see this guy make fucking throws sitting on his ass 40 yards down the field. It's insane. But that doesn't mean he has it up here. I don't know. I obviously wasn't at the pro days. I haven't you know, done a whole lot of research about what goes on up here when it comes to him. But, you know, you know he, people, people fall. People fall. Justin Fields fell to us. And I'm pretty happy about that. He didn't fall nearly as much as Will Levis, but he fell enough to where we could get him. And I think we got him at a steal. So Dude, we got Fields at what eleven? Twelve. 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 Yeah. Okay. So that, that's not really falling that much. He should have been a top For three his pick. Caliber player, it is. He should have been a top three pick, and he had the ability and the chance to. We were there was arguments going about where he would go. He could have went top three. Should have went top three. Let's be honest. He should have went two instead of Zach Wilson. There's no, been plenty. I mean, there's, there's been plenty of redrafts who have shown can, that he should. Can you name a quarterback who's three. been drafted in the last two years that you wouldn't take over Zach Wilson, though? Jamarcus Russell. I, I said in the last two years. <laughs> Jesus. Maybe, maybe Desmond Ritter. Henry Ruggs. Okay. Quarterbacks. Uh, I don't know why D Hop all of a sudden wasn't traded and those rumors. There weren't a lot of like And then he came out with that fake ass video talking about oh who I I never said I wanted to leave. Yeah, he's such a bull fucking, fucking shit, bro. Yeah. Good luck when they Kyle said you ain't going back. anywhere. Put put out a fucking video so the fans don't fucking hate you all year. And that coach in Arizona may be so bad that they're he's one and done. Like, that's how bad of a coach he is. Like, have you seen their videos where he's, like, coming up and dapping guys? And the player's are like, what the fuck is this guy doing? That does not bode well. To be fair, the, the, the Cardinals situation is a premier one-and-done situation, which is why I think Lumber? not a lot of people interviewed for that job. How long was Kingsbury there? Three, Three years? Four years. Four. four. Three or four. He had one year with Rosen and then three with Murray. Oh, fuck. I forgot about Josh Rosen. <laughs> yeah. Kingsbury guys, got there. Guy said he was going to win a Super Bowl. Guy said he was going to chase Lions Tom Brady. What the fuck happened in Detroit? They were right there to take a really good player, and they traded back and then took Alabama's running back. They fucked this up royally. I'm not going to say much for, uh, past what I already said. Because if I do, what's going to happen is these guys are going to be the best players drafted out of this first <laughs> round. So I'm going to – if you want to hear what I had to say about it, I reacted pretty heavily to the situation on on the last stream, uh, the last video. So I'll let you see it there. But I'm going to keep my mouth fucking shut because I don't want this to bite me in the ass. But it was a D-minus fucking draft for them. I keep seeing people say Jameer Gibbs is like a more athletic version of Alvin Kamara. I keep seeing that too. Even if that's true, do you still want to take him at 12? Uh, when was Alvin Kamara drafted? That'd Why not just move up response. and take Bijan? It wasn't in the first round. I thought Kamara was in like the third or fourth. fourth maybe? He was a late rounder. Mid, mid, mid late rounder. was a third round pick. Yeah. yeah, and they could have waited and got him at fucking twenty still. That Jimmy Gibbs pick pick sixty seven, so early third round. But 
Was he in Ellsworth, or did, was he at a different college at the time? Ells, there, there's Camaro? a yeah. He went to Ellsworth Community College. <laughs> I doubt he got drafted out of Wikipedia. No, he got drafted out of Tennessee. He did his two, okay. he did two years at Tennessee. Okay. This says he went to Alabama in thirteen, and then Hutchinson Community College in fourteen, and then Tennessee. For two years. Always a D one always a D one town. Play it with Josh Dobbs. But uh yeah, yeah, fuck the Lions, fuck the Vikings. I'm gonna respect Dylan. And be I'm nice. not I'm gonna I, go I take like, shit on Lambeau Field this year, buddy. What is this week thirty four? I've been very fucking generous and nice about what I say about the Packers. Sunday night. I mean, I it's still fucked the Packers. Who am I scared of? Fucking A.J. Dillon? Uh, A.J. Dillon's good. The bad man is gone, <laughs> and I'm free. Free falling. It's great for you. Anything else on football season, the draft, anything else? Nope. Take me to September. Let's move on to the NHL playoffs, where Nylos boy... Just fell flat on his face. Nyloff, I'll take it to you and your Rangers, and really Dylan's Rangers too. Okay, well, I'll take it to you later about the Bruins then. Um, yes, you can. But I, I mean, I thought Kane uh, played a pretty fucking good game in Game Seven. Honestly, I thought he created a good amount of chances. There was, was right. uh, one or two bad, bad passes. Um, I think it was one in the first period late that almost led to a goal. And then a play that was blown dead after fucking Shusterkin got fucking walloped on his ass. Uh, that he made a bad fucking pass, uh, which could have led to a goal if it didn't get blown. But I thought he played fine. Um, you know, the real person that you got to look at, and it's his fucking team. Kane said it was his team. Is Panarin. It's Panarin. He had one phenomenal pass to create a great chance that I don't know how Zbanejad slapper got saved, but. Shout out to Schmidt. He, he had a fucking incredible game. But other than that, and to that point, which was like late third period, that was like the first time we heard Panarin's name. He's been kind of a fucking ghost all series. So don't come at Kane. You got to come at come at some of these other guys. More I'm going to come at Kane because the dude was a ghost outside of like two and a half games. Just a flat out ghost. And I will say this, Gallant, Galat, whatever the fuck his name is, doesn't know how to use him either. Because, number one, you never put Patrick Kane. I don't care what, like... Should have never been on the second power play unit. Never should have been on the second power play. And don't put him on the right side of the power play. He's always been on the left side of the power play with the Hawks. He loves that. He loves to inch up a little bit and then determine if he's going to shoot or pass. Put him on the left side of the power play. That guy should be fired now. And then I saw rumblings that Coach Q's making a Coach Q's trying to get back in. Home run if he wants to go there. Because he coached Panarin, too. But I will say this about Panarin. This is why I could see why, or I, this is why I can see what Stan did a little bit, even though he's a psychopath and I hate him. The Saad Panarin trade, it's like Panarin got shut down in this, I remember it, 16, 17 playoffs. It was a ghost like he was this year. He was a ghost, just like in this series. Yep, didn't have a point in and five I love straight Panarin, games. But. Series. I love him too. In game two, he had his chances and just missed. And then from there, just, I don't know what was going he on. He was there. a fucking so, ghost. Yeah, and he, he should have got a point last night. Like I said, I don't know how that slapper was saved by Schmidt. 
phenomenal fucking save on a phenomenal pass. But you got to, if you're the premier player, the point leader on the season, that cannot be your only fucking implication that you made on an entire game seven. It cannot be. Uh, he was fucking a ghost the entire game besides that one play. And it hurts me to say that, but I agree with Nick. I mean, Stan looks like he came out on top of that trade. Ah, that's that's incorrect because the regular season. It was about too. even if that. It's, it, it doesn't look as fucking bad as as we thought. Yeah, that's correct. Not off right. As much as I hate to say it. I hate it doesn't that. look as bad as we thought. But what I will say is although my Rangers are out, I am still fucking red hot overall. I had a phenomenal, phenomenal first round of the Stanley Cup playoffs. In what was your final betting. record? Like 17 and 12 or something? Uh, it was better than that. I'd have to look it up. But it, it was like fucking 19 and 11 or some shit like that. It was, it was something pretty ridiculous. It was, we were approaching a fucking two-to-one ratio. Yeah, it's been good. And hopefully Nylock will learn how to use Twitter again and get those picks out to the frosty people. Doubt it, though. Um, but we, we'll see. There's still hope for you yet, Nyloff. I gotta start hope fucking doing the picks earlier instead of like like this Dallas pick. I literally did fucking while I was sitting here, and they just got scored on. So why did I say that? <laughs> Who won, Florida or uh, Toronto? Florida, Florida, four two. No fucking way. Almost live bet them minus one and a half. That's crazy. Just to get that, in, that's but I didn't. Like oh seven. Um. No, I think the NHL playoffs have been great, and it's like we talked about the Bruins team I picked to win it all. Don't don't fucking mean a thing without the ring. Uh, I think it was this 96 Bulls. It went like 72 and 10 coined that. Just doesn't mean shit unless you win it all, and no one gives a fuck about your great regular season. You can shove that up your ass. But shout out to the Blackhawks for being the last team to win the cup that won the President's Trophy as well. So that's kind of cool that they did that. You know what's kind of crazy? That was a shortened season, though, to be fair. That was when we had a big lockout. Since since the Bulls went 72-10 and and won the ring, no team in any sport has broken the record for most wins in a season and won. Correct. The Warriors did it and lost, too. And the Patriots went 18-1. and Yep. And, uh... There was a baseball team that set the record. No, no, because that record's too retarded, too wild. Whoa. Whoa, let's edit that out. <laughs> Jesus. We got but, kids listening uh, to the show. But yeah, it was, I don't think anybody listens to this show, but. <laughs> Awkward silence oh, after a terrible fucking, terrible take. Bruce, shut the fuck up. Um, Dallas Bruins, Bruins are, yes. Dallas minus one and a half, ladies and gentlemen. It's looking good. Um, I think uh, the Bruins fucking, the person that I look at and point at in that situation and who I would blame is that fucking goalie who's going to win the Vesna at a horrible fucking series. Gets pulled in a game seven. He was injured. Bullshit! He's fucking way. injured. He was. He had a whole. He had a condition that limited him the whole series physically. No joke. He had an injury. They played him injured and then decided not to the last game. That's a true story. It hasn't come out yet what it was, but it has been confirmed. That's a shitty thing. He looked like he was moving just fucking fine in most of those games. So 
Uh, if you want to make some make-believe fucking injury for him, that's perfectly fine. Unless they want to come out and say exactly what it is, which the NHL does a very good job, job disclosing injuries, by the way. The, um, the lack of Brad Marchand has to be – or not Brad Marchand, Patrice Bergeron. Has to be. He was playing with like a fucking disc injury in his back. I did see a report on that. Well, and he only played in two games, or was it three? He missed the first three or four. I know for sure. Yeah, yeah, but I mean, you still gotta, you still gotta be able to beat beat this team. But shout out to Florida, who just looks like they are going to battle. Every single night, they are going to be the hardest working team on the ice. And Matthew, Ch- Matthew Tchuk, how do you say his Chuck. name? Chuck, Chuck, <laughs> that guy is fucking dope. He's fucking sick. Total gamer. Um, you know, they, the they brought in Giroux. He left, and they brought in Tchuk to take his spot. And I think it was an upgrade. Yeah. Not even close. A move that was in a lot of question at the time is looking very nice. And last year when they traded for Giroux at the deadline, I I bet them to win the cup. So I don't know why I don't have money on them to win it this year. I feel like they're a better team. If Coach Q was called coaching that team last year, they'd definitely get to the cup. Oh, for sure. Not even close. Sorry, Andrew Burnett. No offense, but you're kind of a shithead. Um, Moving on. Who do you guys like? Out of it. I mean, I think the Oilers got a real good chance to win it. Now. I was going to say Oilers. I like the Oilers still to come out of uh, you know that side of the bracket. And I got to be honest with you. Uh, shocking to say for me personally, watch out for the New Jersey Devils. And here's why I say this. They're fast. They're young. They're they young. are fucking quick. They kind of remind me a little bit of the 2010 Hawks. Young and just full of fucking speed. In some of the Hot right gold. places. This was my going to be my biggest point is this guy who started in the fucking minor leagues this year. He has looked phenomenal. Bar game six, he has looked phenomenal. And that game seven performance itself, I mean, there were so many huge saves that he made. If this guy stays hot, watch out. New Jersey could <laughs> be going against the Oilers in my adjusted bracket. This, and maybe this, even Kraken, this Kraken star series could be some heavy implications here too. Both of these teams are playing real good hockey with yeah. hot goalies. They both have hot goalies too. Dallas wins this series in five. You think? Uh, no. Dallas, dude. Wins I, feel, I feel like Seattle's too scrappy, man. They they just won't die. Seattle dude. wins this series in five. No, 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 Dallas, Dallas, Dallas. I was going to say. Yeah. I was going to say way to flop, huh? Yeah, that, that, was, that would have been a Dallas huge flop. Out, but I think it's a lot closer than you think. I feel like this could be in another seven-game series. Yeah. This game, this ain't going seven. I, I don't know, man. Seattle just took out the defending champs. I mean, that's got to do something for Without Landis Cog, without fucking Kale McCarr for a game. It and doesn't matter if you're Seattle, do you care that those guys weren't there? No, you're just like, hey, in the second year of this team's existence, we took out the Stanley Cup champions in the playoffs, and now we're moving on, and they're sitting the fuck at home watching us. I mean, yeah, like, I like that's got to do something for your confidence. 
yeah, for well, a team that's always already playing with a ton of confidence. Yeah, they're gonna they're gonna lose this game five to two, and there goes everything you just said. That doesn't matter. It's just game one. It's a seven Pick game up series. The first two so games against both games, and then they're gonna the win first two games against the Avs. They got smoked, didn't they? No, I was thinking. I was thinking they, Boston. Never mind. They won the first one. Yeah, I was. I was thinking. Either way, series. this is why the NHL playoffs are the best. It's so. Um, it's so good. It's not even close. It's night and day difference. We can touch on the NBA playoffs right now. I mean, we have some injured stars and beads out for the Celtics 76ers series. Jimmy G's out tonight against the Knicks. Just he continues to be with these guys injured. Like, Nick if load management is not going to work, let's just stop doing it. Seattle scores and ties it up. The Kraken. And absolutely. Yeah. Um, what I, I will say before we go to because I wasn't paying attention, I didn't see it. And then when I looked over, I was already in the net. But uh, are we are we live streaming next week's pod during the oh, yeah. draft lottery, or are we just recording while we're watching it? No, we'll live. Well, we'll figure that live out. Stream it. We'll live stream it. We'll live stream it. We'll live stream yeah. it. If, if you guys want to see pure emotion, central time. If you guys want to see pure emotion. If you thought what you saw with the Bears was fucking Dude, if we anything, regard, if we do or don't, there's going to be an explosion of some sort because we're either getting the first pick or we're getting the 12th pick. And I will when we end up like in picks, when we end up picking like Seattle takes the lead, and Josh gets mad because I'm he pushed up and said he wanted the third worst odds. Nyloff may kill himself if if we pick. Anywhere outside the top three, even four, I will lose my shit in anger. Shave your head. If we get, and I will, I will get, blame you. Oh, yeah, I, I can't <laughs> shave my head. I just, I just got a new job. I cannot shave my head. Um, get a wig, brother. I could get a wig. We could. Do <laughs> if we get the first pick, you're gonna, have, Dylan. You're gonna have to find a way to edit a whole lot of black boxes. Uh. On top of my naked body, because it will be running around, <laughs> screaming. <laughs> the the amount of pure joy that 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 will come from this. Um, we will also we will also be getting an opening a home opener ticket when the tickets come out, if that's the case as well. Uh, I'm not going to go that far because that team's still going to be fucked. Oh, they're going to be shit, but I just want to see Connor Bedard's first NHL start. Yeah, for the opposing okay. team. That he's on. <laughs> oh, this is going to be a great stream Monday. Tune in. 7 p.m. Central time is when the lottery starts. We'll, we'll start at 7 2 and just talk through it and be nervous with you guys. So tune in for that. We'll be on it's Twitch Monday? again. We'll see what... Tuesday, it's Monday. Tuesday, May 9th. Oh. Tuesday, May 9th. Like 7 p.m. Glad someone said that. Uh, today is the second. It is on the 9th. Today is a Tuesday. That's next week. So it's a Tuesday. Uh, we will be here. We will be here, and we will be. I will have uh, so much Blackhawk stuff on my body that it's not even funny. But uh, go ahead, dude. Timeout, Nyloff. The 2023 NHL draft lottery moved to 7 p.m. Eastern on Monday, May 8th. They moved it then. Yeah, I, that's what I was trying to tell you, okay. brother. I, I did not know that. I didn't. I didn't get this alert or this notification. I I have known this information about May 9th for weeks. You can't see it, but this I just sent it on Twitter. They moved okay. it probably because of the games they have going on. 
That's fine. That's a hundred percent fine. Monday, we baby. will be here. We will be here. Uh, I may be doing 110 miles from Des Moines to get back here by 6 p.m., but I will do it. I will uh, do it. I'm seeing a tweet from five hours ago that says 8 p.m. Eastern instead of originally announced 7 p.m. We just talked about it, you fucking idiot. 8 yeah, no. It's 7 p.m. Central. You said 7 p.m. Eastern. Yeah. I said 7 p.m. Central. You, you said oh, no, you, you, the first time you said I'm a fucking moron, and I apologize. But it's well, I was just correcting you. I didn't want to. Okay, so no, 7 p.m. Central is great. 7 p.m. Central Monday is phenomenal. I am so excited. It just came up a day early. I will still be hungover from this weekend. I don't care. I will lose my shit when we either don't get them or do get them one way or another. I'll probably lose my shit. But come watch it live. Yep. Uh, NBA playoffs. We got anything here? A lot of injuries. I get hope Lakers Warriors should be a lot of fun. Steph Curry, in my opinion, it goes Jordan, uh, Kobe, Curry, LeBron. Now, interesting. Curry's Curry's not the third best player of all time. Why not? Transcended his position, transcended the whole NBA. How does a fucking how does a first round game position. seven transition your fucking position in a greatest of all time? Well, he's gonna be because he made some fucking speech. Shut the fuck up. No, no. I if this if this so is your reason, that is like dumb. Kareem and Will. Dude, hey, I don't give a fuck about guys I never seen. I don't give a fuck about anybody I never seen live. The greatest of all time is Michael again. Oh my god, four two. Uh, okay, well, it may not end in five. It may not end in five, and my minus minus one and a half is dead. I love Mushroom Live. See, this is why I don't announce the picks. This is why I don't talk about them. I just fucking put them in, I sit quiet, and then things go well. <laughs> You're so fucking stupid. It's true. I, I released my picks one time and went like fucking one and two. Didn't do it again. And then, then I went on a fucking nine and two run after that. Not doing it no more. Fuck the people. <laughs> NBA playoffs, we got anything? I've got nothing on the NBA playoffs, to be completely honest I with you. I haven't watched a single game. I think – shut up. The Nuggets sweep the Suns, or it's a gentleman sweep in five. They're down 2 right? 0-2. Oh, Chris Paul out, game sweep. three, four, and five. Take that breath, Bruce. Come on. And, and and this is why we can talk about this because I don't need to watch a game to know this. But Chris Paul, Chris Paul getting injured in the playoffs—what a fucking shocking surprise that is! Correct. He's also like thirty-nine. So I don't care. Don't play then if you're going to get hurt. Fair. If you're going to get hurt every fucking playoffs uh, playoff series, what's the point of playing? I guess Bruce the millions. Still pondering over there, buddy. Little Pondy, little Bill Ponderosa. No, I can't. I can't speak to you. You don't want to take that bet? Do you think the Suns are going to come back, Bruce? I don't. I don't know your take on this. I wasn't. Said, I, have, I have a fairly a large position on the Suns to win. They're not. <laughs> Let me bury that for you. How much did you put on their future? Twenty bucks. I'm going to Venmo to you right now, just so you feel a little better tonight. That was that was much more than that. 
50? It was, it was a borderline irresponsible bet for me to make. 100? Always bet responsibly, folks. Was it 100? Don't it was fucking a- worry about it. It was 100. How much did you put what on the, the Cowboys to win the division? 200? Oh. You bet, you bet $200. You deserve to lose 300. He definitely didn't put 300 on it. Nick. Let's see the slip. As Dylan would say, how much we don't have to announce it live. (laughs) Nothing yet, but I will. Ah, so you lied to the people. No, I didn't. Too early to be putting out future bets on the NFL. Dylan, not tied on my money right now. (laughs) I have a whole summer to lose betting baseball. Uh, Blake, anything on the NBA playoffs? Fucking yeah. Okay, (laughs) we'll move on to the White Sox. Not an NBA pod, I guess. Two, two guys here that haven't to watched a game. <laughs> and Bruce talked about it a few weeks ago, and it's just apparent that these core players of the rebuild are just not who we thought they were, who the White Sox thought they were. And I, I just blew my nose during this piece of shit fucking talk. Luis Robert, out on him. Whoever wants my jersey can come pick it up. Otherwise, it's going to be in the garbage come garbage day over here. <laughs> that fucking clown... Rounds to first base, doesn't run hard. Then Grafal benches him, and then he's like, I don't know. I had tight hamstrings, didn't want to tell anyone so they can sit me out. And then I don't even know the guy's name. Didn't even know his own coach's name, the bench coach. Dude's 5 for 58 in his last 60 or 70 at-bats. Piece of shit. No one can stay healthy. It's the same old shit. This rebuild's just botched. That's why I'm not a fan of rebuilds. That's why I never will be a fan of rebuilds. Um, well, I mean, you can't say you're not a fan of rebuilds when we just tried to retool for the last decade and a half, and we've been fucking dog shit doing that too. I'd rather retool and like have fun players like Todd Frazier and fucking Melky Adam Roche. Come on, yeah, man. Was, I'd rather do that than have these fake ass prospects that were supposed to be good. There's I, no I good. Just rather get rid of. The entirety of the front office get new scouts and fucking blow everything up. It'll never just fucking every everybody involved in this organization should be fucking ousted. Yeah, hundred percent. There's no other way around it. Sell the team, sell the team, sell the team, and then he just made some arrogant comments yesterday. Just so fucking stupid. Uh, Dylan and Nyloff, how are you feeling about your Cubs? Got swept in Miami over the weekend. How'd that feel? It's fine. I, Did you guys even know about that? Yes, I watched Probably every not. single game. Oh yeah, I'm sure. How do you watch them? I watched them watch. legally on the Marquee uh, Network. How did you get Marquee? <laughs> he pays just... for it through his cable provider. <laughs> yes, I... I pay through it. My cable provider. Oh, okay. Anyway. <laughs> oh, my God. Okay. Yeah. How many times does one man need to wink into the fucking yeah. hit, hit me with the link. This, next this is twice we've had to do this with Josh. <laughs> anyway. Because well, I'm, I'm watching the game and listening to what he's saying at the same fucking time, man. I'm it's sorry. over, buddy. The no, I'm talking the same exact thing. We're talking about streaming events, and you just don't understand it. 
We did it. We did this with the Garcia fight. Go fuck yourselves. You guys cheer for a fucking piece of shit fucking organization with an owner who won't spend any money. He he fucking makes more before the season starts than he'll spend on a player's fucking one year contract for a star player. Go fuck yourselves. I don't want to hear anything from you about anything baseball. You guys will never amount to fucking anything. Hey, listen, your owner declared for fucking bankruptcy like three years ago. Guess what? And guess what? He's putting out a better fucking team after you guys had all this fucking time to rebuild. We got a team who's fucking playing better than you guys after one rebuild year. They're fucking light years better than you. They play with light years more passion. You have a fucking shit coach who's only done... No, 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 no. Let's let's bring that back. I love documented... Documented in the group chat saying he likes Griffal and the passion he has for the game. <laughs> I was just getting to, I was just getting to the passion and I got cut off because I was just said talk he was a terrible trash coach. Because it's because he's for the sides. But I, I do like the passion. <laughs> that guy. How does your coach have the most fucking passion on your team? You said he was a trash ass bad coach. Because he can't fucking light a flame under his fucking players. The only flame he can light is under his That's own ass. That's not his fucking job. Really? That's yeah. not the manager's job? Exactly really? Job. That's exactly his job. Clip that. His job is to make fucking lineups and get these guys ready to fucking play. And play Dude, if passion. Luis Robert, I'm sure he does. And if Luis Robert doesn't get the message, then just get fucked. That's not his fault. This season is not Griffal's fault at all. I, I was a little premature to come at the coach. I, I apologize. But we are you, look look look, we're still thirty games into a hundred and sixty-two game season. You guys would need you guys it. you guys would need to go on a fucking Oakland A's money ball run to be fucking well above five hundred, even decent. Remember when the Cubs started yourself. like ten and thirty in uh twenty seventeen and then they made a nasty run to turn it into like a, a race for the playoffs. Fucking way better, they didn't way, make it. way better they didn't roster make it. than this piece of shit roster you guys have. I mean, Go on, fuck paper, on paper, this roster is good. Yeah. You can say that all you fucking want. They're clearly not. They're not playing well right now. Every every year you come in and you tell me that the Sox are going to be good. The Sox are going to be good. Sox are going to be good. And they're fucking shit. When are you I, I, gonna, I would like to point out. Besides a couple I, of players for three years. I would, I would like shit. to point out this year I did not come in and say that you the Sox not. were going to be good. You I came not. in here and said this <laughs> team has not done anything to get better. So we should not expect a better result because that would be the literal definition of insanity. But I, I'm not sitting there. They're still my team. I'm still wearing the gear. I'll still rock the logo. I, I want to see them play better. I would like to be optimistic. They just won a game. Feeling Two in a row. Right now. We win one there more. Then we call a winning streak. So it only I took mean, you 30 games into the season to get one. Hey, guess what, Josh? The Look, 20- man, there are bad teams all over the place. It's, the 2019 Nationals were 19 and 34. The 2005 Houston Astros were 15 and 30. I think he's Same. just throwing out numbers. At no, those, are to numbers. Be those are true numbers. Thoughts that the Nationals actually spend money on people. No, they don't. No, That's they why don't. everybody's gone. That's the literal <laughs> well, opposite of what Anthony. Anthony Rendon, former national, 
Trey Turner, Turner, former national. Juan Soto, former national. Max Scherzer, former You shouldn't be able to speak on baseball. You're the fakest fan all before the season. <laughs> what Bryce, Bryce Harper, former national. When you go to a Cubs game at Wrigley, then you can talk. Till then. What, what, what year? What year did they go fifteen and thirty? The Nationals. Wait, he said he said the Astros went fifteen and thirty. Nineteen and thirty-four. And what year was that? Twenty nineteen, the year they won the World Series. The year they won the World Series. Okay. All right, I'll come back to that. Okay. I'm not saying that's what's going to happen, but Bruce was throwing out shit like hope. I'm not saying that. I don't think this team's going to do that. I don't think they're that good of a team and don't have enough depth that more people are going to get injured. But don't get me wrong. When they, if they start doing, I'm going to say if, not when. I used to say when. Now it's if. If they start doing that, I'm going to support them. So I'm not, I'm not going to sit here and say too much bad shit about them now. I may be thinking bad shit about it, but I'm not going to broadcast that because I want to be accepted when they start winning and I start cheering hardcore again. <laughs> I'll I'll spend the $2 to get a ticket on game time and, and go watch this dog shit franchise just so nobody can call me a bandwagon. Yeah, because unlike you, Nyloff, we fucking ride with our team no matter what. How long, when's the last time you were at Wrigley? I think I was with you. <laughs> to be fair, he does live three hours away from the field. Go matter. fuck your go fuck yourselves. He's been when did, when did Max Scherzer sign for the fucking Nationals? When did Max Scherzer sign for the fucking Nationals? Like 2014, 15. Okay. And how much did they spend on him? Oh my God! Just look up the 2019 Nationals payroll. Seven years, 210 million. What does that matter? Because I said they went out and they spent money. You told me they didn't spend money. They spent fucking yeah, and then they traded him. Money as you've ever fucking spent on anybody. And then they traded him to get out from the contract. They had Rendon, Soto, all on rookie. That whole roster was on a rookie deal besides two guys. I just said my point was that they Dodo spent money on a guy that you guys won't do. So go Rendon fuck yourselves. I never I never have to worry. Go ahead. You guys want to talk about Rendon, hey, one time you said you guys said we're gonna sign Otani? Get the fuck out of here. You can't even <laughs> afford one that. year of that guy. <laughs> Bro, nobody said we were signing Otani. <laughs> That's you. The Cubs are signing Otani. When we'll you go to Wrigley Field oh, yeah. next, you can talk about the Cubs. Until then, when, when Tom Ricketts sells his fucking... Last year was the first year I didn't go to Wrigley in fucking Otani. maybe my whole life, if I have to really think of anything. Why is it. that, Josh? Because I live in Iowa, Iowa, and I'm not... I'm, I live in Iowa, and I'm not spending an entire weekend to plan out and go see that shit team. Okay, not if I was in Chicago, I guarantee I would have went to a game. Not but I'm not. Time. I'm not wasting a whole weekend Dylan, of I'm my fucking summer on that shit team. I went to three, and they all got rained out. Ah! <laughs> Did you hear them? They all got rained out. They all got rained out. So what? Were you in the stadium at one point? Yes, all three. Okay. Get fucked, Nylon, you fake fan. Yeah, fake, fake fan. You guys are fucking so bad. It's Before hilarious. we log off tonight's episode. Want to thank Underdog Fantasy Sports. They had a free line tonight. Hope you guys took advantage of it. My slips are still alive going on right now. Have won 
300 last week and 200 the week before. Um, not sure why you're not on underdog playing if you're not. So promo code Frosty, uh, we're locked in <clears throat> for another year. And be a lot of fun. So underdog fantasy sports promo code Frosty. Boys, final word outside of that bandwagon denial. And well, hold on, before we fucking do any hey, last words, how the, how the fuck are you going to call me a bandwagon? You're a bandwagon Cubs fan, that's the truth. How? How? You're not a bandwagon Hawks fan. I saw you at the stadium this year when they stunk. I saw you there. I didn't see you at Wrigley last year. Bandwagon? Fuck. What? What? What analysis can you potentially give? I think you like baseball until the Cubs. He did. He did go to a Cubs game last year. I did. It just happens to be at the fucking yeah. uh, The rate. I remember he turned to me and said, "I don't know one goddamn guy in this lineup." That's not true, because I've known Patrick Wisdom since he came up. Wisdom definitely didn't play that day. I'm not saying he did. Well, yeah, he did. No, look up the, Stroman look up the Pitch. Stroman Pitch, you probably knew him. I knew Stroman. Yep. Frank Schwindel. Schwindel played first. I know he knows Schwindel. Okay. Um, okay. Ian Happ was in the lineup. Yeah. Oh, dude, that guy's dope. Chris, Christopher Morrell. Wilson, Wilson, uh, Wilson Contreras. Jose Contreras. Was Don't ever call me a fucking bandwagon fan. Go fuck yourself. You jumped on on 16. I'd say on, or uh, probably 16. Okay, I've got pictures of me as a fucking little boy watching Kerry Wood pitch. He's my favorite Cubs player of all time. That's not so, that kind of podcast, dude. We don't want to see you naked as a little boy. Whatever you said. Yeah. Call me a bandwagon all you want, but at least at least I don't cheer for a fucking dead end. Maybe one of the premier dead end organizations. You know, the only fucking team you were ahead was the fucking Athletics, and they're about to go to fucking Vegas, and then you're fucked and you're in dead last. You know you're what's the fucking funny? worst organization in the league? You know you're like the though? fucking Marlins. You're such, the Cubs are such a premier organization. How many world championships do we both have in the last twenty years? I'll win. Actually, who's, the la- who's the last Chicago baseball team to win a World Series? That doesn't matter. Last doesn't matter. If you want to talk, if you want to go, if you want to talk about the past, talk about the past. I am. Otherwise, shut the fuck up. You're bad. Just like I got into Bruce's head, I'm living in your head. You're not living in my head. I'm coming at you because you don't know how to fucking speak facts whatsoever. Go fuck Shubi, yourself. You're- to be fair, if you want to talk about the past, the White Sox never went. 108 years without winning a World Series. Bingo. If you want to talk about the past, <laughs> my, my talking about the past will be the last team of the Chicago sports baseball teams to win a World Series. So when you guys win one, maybe fucking 50, 60 years down the line, when you guys finally fucking spend money and stop worrying about fucking... That's not 56 years away. Jerry's 87. That's actually a lot quicker. Yeah, I hope his fucking kid takes over and it's the same fucking thing. They can't. No, they, they don't want it. Yeah. Now, Jerry will fucking appoint someone else. He'll, he'll appoint one of his fucking buddies who's only 20 years younger to Nylon. do the next 20 years of, of fucking shit so, and not spending money. You lost. I didn't Don't lose shit. that on me, Ricky Bobby. I didn't lose shit. You guys cheer for Don't a fucking that on us. dog what, shit so, okay, yeah, organization. You cheer for a dog shit organization. What do you call not winning a title in 108 years? What's that? Because it's below dog shit. Being Spurs. <laughs> <laughs> that hurt, Alex. 
Spurs haven't won anything ever, but I joined this year. We're over one, but we finished ahead of Chelsea and West Ham. It's all that matters. Every year, all I want to do is that over, bud. I want to beat Chelsea. Uh, Chelsea might get relegated, Bruce. So I wouldn't no, say they're not. They're not that bad. Uh, I, th- will you look it up? Like, if they lose these next two games, there is a like pretty decent chance that they could potentially get relegated. I would fucking die. They're not going to because the Premier League will fucking rig it before they ever let a fucking Premier team like that. Uh, they deserve to fall Actually, down. Let's- Let's bring up. I guess it's not as far as I thought, but they they are still nine games away from eight. Rob and Ryan's team for nine points. Nine points away. Listen, you want to bring up Wrexham for? You want to talk about? You want to talk about Fairweather fans? You jumped on the one of the winningest Premier League teams of all times bandwagon. That's the biggest bandwagon from. I I mean. When no a bandwagon in the in the year that I started uh, cheering for professional football they won the uh, in League. England, they did not win the Premier League. That was back exactly. when fucking United was disgusting. Sir Alex Ferguson was at the club, and Cristiano Ronaldo was at the club, and a majority of the people who were watching at that time are United fans, true bandwagons. I, however, not uh Give me DDA Drogba. Go fuck yourself. You are a bandwagon. Cunt. I became a Chelsea fan in 2008 when Drogba was on the cover of FIFA. Strictly for that reason, I would rent FIFA for the PSP from the Alsip Library. And I I would do it all the time. I probably should have just bought the game. But instead, I would rent it for like two weeks at a time from the library. And the only team I would play with was Chelsea. Uh, they did win the Champions League that year. They were, yeah, no, they were nasty. That's why Drogba was on the cover. But as a, as an American joining, like becoming a fan of a, he's an American. You're you're automatically a bandwagon fan because that's not your fucking country. Home, like, it's not our country. Literally, Nick. it's it's not our country. We can't like. We're not bandwagon Chicago fans because we're from Chicago. Nick, you can't even pick a Premier League. You can't even pick a Premier League right. You can't even pick one of those teams right. You have to pick the one organization that resembles the Sox. Don't win fucking shit or spend money anywhere. I'm a Spurs fan. Guess what? I'm not going to fucking lose them. Yeah, get Dave, get Dave Portnoy's fucking dick out of your mouth when it comes to Spurs. I didn't even That's know what it is. I really That's sure, sure, sure. I really sure. Okay, Blake. Any final words? You just fucking looked at the twenty, the oh, list of twenty teams, and God. said, "Fucking oh, I like the way this Dave, jersey Dave, looks." Dave did a pizza review with Harry Kane before Nick was a Spurs fan. <laughs> it's just a fact. Yeah, I did yeah. not. I did not know. Get that man's Boston weenie out of your mouth. I did not know he was a Spurs fan. Blake? Uh, go NASCAR, and I'll, I'll post some plays. I missed last week because I had the all-time bad beat. But I'm back. Nice. Blake's fucking back. Blake is back. Blake was, Blake's never fucking left. All right. For Dylan, Blake, me, and the bandwagon boys, we will see you next week. Mm-hmm.